Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. Today, we are chatting about all things comparisonitis. And the reason that I'm doing this episode right now is because last week, if you listened in, you will have heard me talk about the thing that I'm finding to be the biggest problem in the online space right now, which is that there is a distinct lack of originality and uniqueness. And so many people out there that are really emulating and sounding a lot like their coaches. And I had a few conversations with people in DMs off the back of that episode, which at the time of recording this, I released a couple of days ago. And a few of you shared with me the challenges that you're feeling around comparisonitis and that feeling of, well, I'm essentially like sharing and showing up and creating similarly to others because I'm comparing myself to them and I'm seeing that they're getting amazing results and they must be doing something right. And so I'm consciously or unconsciously doing what it is that they're doing because I believe that that is the way that I'm going to be successful. And if you're listening to this and you believe in that statement in any way, then I'd really encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already, because I debunk that theory and essentially share why it is something that would would hinder your ability to create a sustainable business. So definitely jump on back and listen, have a listen to that episode. But today in this episode, I'm going to talk about comparisonitis because, you know, it's true what they say that it really is the thief of joy. And I see it robbing so many people of happiness, joy, success, and quite honestly, their ability to succeed in their business because they're spending far too much time, far too much headspace thinking about what other people are doing, comparing themselves to what other people are doing and slowing themselves down because of what other people are doing, because it quite honestly is quicksand. If you are in that mind frame, it makes you feel like you're not far enough along in your journey. It makes like you feel like you're not in your power. It is the easiest way to prohibit yourself from moving forward. And I just want to speak to why I believe comparisonitis is so rife within our industry. So something that I I spend a lot of time thinking about actually is how easy it is for us to see other people within our industry, how easy it is for us to see what other people are doing and, you know, see their wins, see their, well, predominantly wins, see their highlight reel, which social media absolutely is. 
And it's really because we have access to jump on our phone and look at Instagram or Facebook or whatever else 24 seven, you can be doing it from bed. You can be doing it from, you know, over coffee in the morning. You can be doing it over a glass of wine in the evening. You can be doing it at any time of day. And how many industries that are showing up online constantly, can you really do that in? Not that many, not to the the extent that somebody who's running an online business is where everything is the online space. Everything is about your online profile. Everything is about showing up online. I compare it to, I often think about, you know, when my parents ran an air conditioning business, like well before the internet, And for them to be able to see their quote unquote competitors and what they were doing, they would have had to go into their shop front or see what ads they were running in the local newspaper or have conversations with other people and find out like that would have been the only way that they would have seen what their quote unquote competitors were doing. But for us, we can press a couple of buttons and we can see it anytime, anywhere. And that in itself is you know, a a really clear indication as to why comparisonitis is, is really robbing us so much of our joy and really prohibiting us. And so today I want to chat through the mindset around comparisonitis. And then I want to speak to the strategy, the behaviors of how you can move through it. So let's start with the mindset component first and foremost. So when you see somebody online and you feel you know, triggered by what it is that you're seeing. Maybe you're feeling like that kind of sick feeling in your stomach. You start to just feel a little bit like irritated, contracted by what it is that they're sharing. I really, really want to encourage you to ask yourself, why is it that I'm feeling this way? Why is it that I'm bothered by this person? Why is it that I'm bothered by their message? Is it that they are doing hundred K months and I am looking at that going, Oh, that would never be possible for me. Is it that they look like they're living just an absolute dream life and have, you know, lots of wealth that they've created and absolutely no problems. Is it that they have a family that looks so happy all the time? Like what is that comparisonitis that is coming up? Because when we start to get really like put a curiosity hat on and and look at it through that lens, we can uncover where that comparisonitis is coming from rather than just kind of acknowledging that we have all these icky feelings, but not really considering what it's actually about. So what is it that you're actually comparing yourself to? So like I said before, it might be the comparison around the money that they're making. It might be comparison around they've filled out their program. It might be comparison around, you know, their family dynamic and the money that they've created and what they've been able to buy, any of those things and more. And it's usually because we want that too when we see that, right? That's usually the reason why comparisonitis is something that we feel. So then once you've identified what it is that's coming up for you, the next thing to do is get really clear on what is the belief behind it? What is the belief behind that comparisonitis? For example, if you're comparing yourself to the person who is generating those 100K months, 
Is that belief behind it a belief of, well, I'm never going to be able to generate that as well? Oh, I can see all of the reasons that that's been possible for them and it's never going to be possible for me. I couldn't possibly create that for myself. Nope, that's never happening. And it's so interesting when we get to the root of the belief behind it, because then we can start to identify where it's coming from, what the limiting stories are that we're holding on to that we need to shift. So if we stick with that same example, it would be then that we have a scarcity belief that we believe that just because they've created that doesn't mean that we can as well. Or it might mean that we don't believe that we could create what they've created because maybe it looks like they had, uh, you know, more opportunities than we did, or they're, we, we think that they're, they look a different way to us and therefore it's more likely to happen. You know, the ridiculous story that I hear in the online space of, oh, they're prettier. And so therefore that, you know, that's something that they're going to be able to create. Absolute bullshit. Like, what is it that we think that they have that we don't, that is making us feel like it's not possible for us? And this is a really great thing to journal on because when you know that, you can then build evidence to shift that belief. So for example, sticking with 100K months, if we see that and we go, oh, they've created that and so therefore I can't too, we're believing that there's not enough for everyone. There's that contracted belief of, oh, if other people have that success, then there's not enough for me. And so you would be able to highlight that actually there's an opportunity to lean more into an abundance mindset and recognize that actually there is always enough for everyone. And what that person's doing is highlighting the opportunity to you that you also can create. If someone else is creating that, that means that there's an opportunity for you to create that as well. And being able to then sit with that, reframe that and be inspired by that recognize, oh, I can see that this is possible for me too. If you're witnessing that same example and you're telling yourself stories around them having, you know, done a degree that you haven't or them having some sort of opportunity that you don't, then it sounds like it's the perfect time to come back to your unique situation and the evidence that you have in your life to create that same outcome. So if I look at someone else who's creating 100K month, they might have done that for reasons that are not my reasons or my opportunities to create 100K months. For example, I might see somebody who is in the US and it looks like, you know, and we don't always know the reality of situations, but it might look like they were given, you know, money to start their business or that they had a therapist background, or I'm I'm just thinking of personal examples that I've looked at and seen before and gone, well, that's not my reality. And so for me as someone who's like, well, I have no therapist background. I didn't have any money to start my business. I could then look at all the reasons that I know I can create that same thing. So instead coming back to, well, I believe that I'm really, really good at what I do. I believe that my marketing experience is going to support me to create this. Like, 
what are all the reasons that I believe I can create that my way rather than thinking that I can only create those 100K months through the way that I'm seeing in that other person. So you can see how when you can identify these beliefs, you then have the opportunity to reframe them through your own lens rather than looking at it through the lens of somebody else and telling yourself all the reasons that you can't have what they have. A really common thing that I see a lot with clients around this is that we compare our beginning to somebody else's middle or ending. If I was just starting out in business and I'm doing say 2K or 5K months and I'm comparing myself to someone who's doing 100K months, that really is not going to support me because they're obviously at a very different stage of business to the one I am. I am in. And so looking at that through the lens of inspiration is going to be incredible because it's going to propel me forward. But looking at it through the lens of comparison is only going to limit me. And so you can see how by shifting from comparison to inspiration, it completely changes the game. Another thing to mention here is just the reminder that you're seeing one story. So when we're looking in the online space, we are seeing a highlight reel. You know, even if we capped out our stories for every single day of every single year, we'd still be only sharing, I think, like one hour of our day. No, we're not getting the full picture of everyone's life. We are getting a highlight reel. Even when we're making a conscious effort to share all the different parts of our business, we're still not sharing everything. No, I'm not sharing the boring mundane moments during the day when I'm washing the dishes <laughs> or, you know, doing like bookkeeping or ta- I don't uh, just boring things that happen within my day that we are all doing. So just keep that in mind that you are seeing a highlight reel. You're not seeing the full story. And if you're comparing someone else's highlight reel to your life, then you're going to be disappointed again and again and again. So let's now talk about the strategy of comparisonitis. So we've talked through the mindset and how to shift out of that belief into one that serves and supports you. So now let's speak to the strategy behind comparisonitis, because so often what I see is that there are a set of behaviors that really enhance or or that are linked to people who are experiencing comparisonitis most of all. So if I have clients who come to me and share that they are feeling (laughs) comparison-y, not a word, but we'll make it one, it's usually because they are consuming more than they're creating. It's usually because they're maybe scrolling on their phone first thing in the morning or they're jumping online before they're jumping into their business and working out what they need to do for the day ahead. It's they are consuming more than they are creating. And so when you're consuming more than you are creating, you're of course going to get caught in that rabbit hole of other people and their work. Whereas when you're creating, you're in the energy of your own business more than you're in the energy of the business of others. So coming back to your own work, your own creations are the fastest way to get you out of that comparison trap because you'll be focusing on what it is that you're doing rather than what it is other people are doing. So my number one recommendation is to 
stop consuming as much as you are to create more than you consume. And in fact, to flip your habits each day so that you create first and consume second. In addition to that, unfollowing anybody that makes you feel comparison-y. So if you are feeling at all triggered or challenged by anyone, even if you know that they are a great person (laughs) or somebody where, you know, those feelings or those thoughts are yours and, and not about them, that does not mean that you have to have their stuff, their success, their wins in your face every single day if it's not serving and supporting you. So unfollow or mute those other people who are really clouding your brain and your thoughts and your ability to think clearly and be in your own lane. I would mute those people or unfollow those people and know that you can always follow them again, or you can always unmute them at any time. In addition to that, follow people who really inspire you. So think about the people that make you feel really great about yourself and really inspire you. Who are those people? Who are those accounts? Follow more of those because that's really going to support you. Like following people who are in other industries to yours or have created success that just makes you feel like it's possible for you rather than feeling any comparisonitis. So changing your consumption habits and changing who it is that you're following online so that your newsfeed is just not like a constant trigger every time you jump onto Instagram. Two more strategies that I really recommend. The first of which is to get crystal clear on your unique strategy. And in doing so, be competitive with yourself. So I'm constantly setting goals and setting targets to outdo my past self. If I'm really, really honest with you, comparisonitis is not something that I've experienced a lot of in my business journey. In fact, I am struggling to think of times where it's something that has really impacted or bothered me. And I believe that one of the main reasons that is, is because I'm so focused on being competitive with myself first and foremost. So what that looks like is just always looking at ways where I can beat my own PB, beat my own personal best. So that might look like having increased financial goals or going into my zero file and looking at the income that we earned last year and looking to increase it or looking at the number of sales we made in a program in a prior round and looking to increase it or whatever else. So just looking at my own personal best again and again and again, and really, really celebrating the shit out of what I've created and the journey that I've been on. So celebrating that growth, celebrating that journey and owning the way in which I've personally grown. So when I'm celebrating my own journey and I'm clear on what it is that I want to create, it's so much easier to A, feel really proud of myself because I'm giving myself my own targets and celebrating myself each step of the way 
and B, not at all feel focused on what anyone else is doing because I'm so fixated on my own journey that when I see other people's work, it's like, well, what you're doing is so different to me. So why would I ever compare? So that's my first of the two there strategic recommendations. And the second one is getting crystal clear on your own unique business model. This is something that I see all the time. So when we choose our own business model, we are making trade-offs. If you have a coaching business model where you're coaching, you are going to be probably showing up on calls. You're probably going to be focusing on, you know, you, you have clients that you're working with. If you have a passive online course model, you're going to be more focused on working with clients as students in a different way. You're going to have less of that really um, strong investment in other people's businesses on a consistent basis. Like there are trade-offs that we make for every single business model. And yet we see people online who are earning money in different ways to us and we compare to their business model because once again, we're just seeing the shiny parts of their business model, which is what everyone has. There are shiny parts of my business model. There are shiny parts of course online course business models. There are shiny parts of agency business models. So don't compare your the shininess of someone else's business model to the shittiness of yours because we all have the shitty parts of our business model and we all have the really great parts. And so Knowing the business model that you want to create helps you to get crystal clear on what that looks like for you in your business moving forward. As a final note here on this, my recommendation once again would just be to allow yourself to be fueled by others. Be inspired. Use what you're seeing out there to as an opportunity to to feel really expansive and see what's possible for you and recognize that if you're feeling comparisonitis, it is a part of your own unique wounding and beliefs that you have the opportunity to shift. And so often the best way to shift those beliefs is through strategy, which is why I've spoken to both the mindset and the strategy here. Keep in mind, and this is something that I tell myself every single day, If they can do it, I can do it too. If they can do it, I can do it too. So keep coming back to that. Remind yourself that you're at a different stage of your journey to anybody else and come back to what it is you want to create. Here is to an amazing day ahead. I will be back with you very soon. Have a great day. 